Welcome to the Wheel of Sport, home of the greatest sports stories ever told. My name's Ian McNally, and with me is... It's Matt Lavery, Matt Lavery! Hello, Ian. Yes. Hello, listener. Hi, Matt. Um, Matt, we, we're recording early in the morning for you, late in the day for me, but we're both having a coffee. You noticed that my mug... Let's get a wheel spinning. I'm going to get the wheel spinning. You noticed that my mug had a little picture, uh, and you're very curious about it. It's, yeah. It says, gone in seven days, Milstat. Can you guess what the medication's for? Well, well, I, as you've told me, I'm looking at a picture of a songbird, gone in seven days, and it's for thrush. That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's for thrush. Thrush medicine. I mean, I don't know if it's still on the market, Nilstat, and I don't know if uh, it makes the coffee taste nice. <laughs> That's excellent. That is excellent. It's, it's, it, it's, it's a time when uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies could give small gifts to uh, general practitioners as a way of trying to persuade them, which is now outlawed, so we don't get any of these uh, nice little treats uh, from pharmaceutical companies anymore. But the topic for this episode is... It's out of bounds, Ian. Out of bounds. Oh, out of bounds. I'm going to take this one on. Yeah, Yeah. you you do it. Thanks. (laughs) You are welcome. So, Ian, before I start, I want to ask you if you're a superstitious person, if you believe in legends, myths, ghosts, fairies, I don't know, curses, things like that, bears. (laughs) (laughs) You know me, Matt. I believe in all of those. Yeah. Profusely. Yeah, actually, yeah, I'll I'll march in the streets and campaign for my right to believe okay. in those things. Okay, well, I want to I want to tell you a bit of a uh, a legend, or maybe it isn't. Maybe it's true. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll we'll decide as we go through this. We'll explore this spooky tale of a curse in sport. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, this is this straight away. It strikes me as you know the. Uh, What's to say? And a bad workman blames his tools. Yeah, <laughs> this is like you know, like straight away. I'm thinking this is just there's going to be something where they're just not good enough. Yeah, <laughs> but well, it's going to be explained away by a curse. But I am open to the idea that it could be there could be conspiring events against whatever this is. Uh, I'm intrigued to think uh, this how this curse is going to be explained away. All right. Well, let me take you back. To Ireland, you know, where all the best uh, fairy tales begin, all the best legends start back in Ireland. And it's a time of joy, Ian, a time of great celebration, 23rd of September 1951. And Mayo, uh, which is an impoverished county in the west of Ireland, has just won the All-Ireland Senior Football Championship Final, also known as the Sam Maguire Cup. That's a strange way to describe a county, the impoverished county. I mean, is that the tourist information slogan? <laughs> well, it's not and the wealthiest to, place to, in Ireland. To be in 1951 in in Ireland and to be noted as the impoverished must be very poor. Yeah, it was like, quite. It was quite poor. It's pretty poor. Extraordinary. Yeah, but All they're right. not. They're not poor in 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 terms of the uh, the senior football, uh, the All Ireland. Because this is their, this is Mayo's second uh, consecutive win after winning it in 1950. Um, so the Mayo team have triumphed over County Meath uh, in Croke Park, uh, which is the stadium in Dublin. So the Mayo players are just, you know, they're the kings of Ireland. Because, Ian, what you've got to understand is, I think even today, but certainly back in the 50s, um, the GAA final 
it's the biggest day in Ireland's sporting calendar. Um, you know, the, the nation stops for this day. They'll all be tuning into the radio. Um, it's, a, it's a cultural phenomenon, the All-Ireland Final. And you know, it means a lot to get there. It's not easily done. It's, 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 it's a difficult competition to win. There's, the qualification's quite complicated. I won't bore you with the details, but just take my word for it. To win it, and to win it twice, is tough and it's impressive. So, Mayo's the victors. Uh, they're celebrating with the Sam Maguire Cup. You know, it's a bit of a drive back from Dublin to get back to Mayo. So they all, all these young Mayo players, uh, the victors, they all pile into this truck and they're heading back along these winding roads uh, through all the little towns and all the little villages of Ireland, heading west, uh, back to Mayo to celebrate. And this, so far, so normal. But here is where this, uh, this tale really begins. So we've got this truck carrying the players and they're rolling through this village of Foxford when, or at least so the legend goes, they pass by a church where a funeral was underway and the truck drove past. The players did not get out to pay their respects at the funeral. And the priest officiating at the funeral was enraged by the disrespect of the Mayo team. He was, in, he was furious. And he uttered the faithful words, for as long as you all live, Mayo won't win another All-Ireland. Wow. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> concentrate on the service, Father. I know. Don't be watching the traffic. <laughs> <laughs> what I love is just the expectation. Like, the, it, it, Don't you think it's glorious that in the 50s there's a place in the world where a championship sports team would be cursed for not stopping to go and show their respect at a, at a funeral for a man or, or a woman or a child that they don't know. It's just a random... <laughs> they don't know. It's just a random event in a random town somewhere in their country and they just happen to drive past it. But I don't know. The cultural <laughs> expectation is you should stop what you're doing and pay your respects at the funeral. Some would say it's respectful just to keep moving on. You know, don't stop here, mate. Come on, don't don't be gawping at this funeral that you don't know. know anyone at. Come on, keep moving. Making it all about themselves. Your yeah, knees. Go on, exactly. see you later. Half drunk, probably. Or maybe all drunk. I can imagine the, the, the this uh, this group of men in this truck. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know how uh, handsome the... Uh, the players are in the 1950s after, you know, the bruising encounters they would have uh they would have had in the, in the sport um yeah i mean fair fair like i would like you know a sports team to pay the respects at my funeral if they were you might not go in you know i don't know you know if it was if it was your family member and like i don't know they you know you've got an, a, a bit of a soft spot for for Liverpool, say Manchester United pulled over after winning a trophy. He'd probably yeah, that's true. Keep driving, lads. That's true. Imagine at the end of the funeral where the priest is shaking hands and there's like players trying to swap shirts. Oh man, that's a great point. Actually, I never really considered that. Perhaps it's more. It would have been more disrespectful to stop. But uh, certainly, the priest <laughs> yeah. felt the disrespect was in driving past. Um, 
and not getting out to pay their respects. Sorry, do you know what the biggest stress if the team had stopped and got off and and entered into this funeral to pay their respects? The thing, the Irish family of the deceased, the things they would have been most stressed about was the the buffet at the wake. <laughs> they would have been panicking yeah. that they hadn't got enough sandwiches in. It's, I mean, that would have been, you know, so it's, it's it is more respectful, thing. I think. I, I mean, there's, there's different versions of this story. I also heard it told that it wasn't that they didn't stop at the funeral, but it's that they overtook the funeral hearse, uh, which makes more oh. sense because even you know even today that that would be seen as as disrespectful but um i only i only heard that uh, in conversation whilst i was doing doing my research everything i've read online it's all around them not stopping so okay i don't know i don't know but um <laughs> I mean, it's so passive as well. It's not like they were shouting yeah. abuse. Yeah, like throwing you know, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just, mad. They probably doff their hat, you know, and just we'll go past slowly, lads. It's all right. That is great. So, and the priest as well. The authority of a. I mean, I suppose Irish priest in the 1950s did have some authority. Yeah, big which time. probably felt quite real. Um, so oh, yeah. to uh, to decree that they'd never win again. For as long as all, as you all live, Mayo won't win another All-Ireland, was his word. So this, this like, enraged priest has put the curse on. It's 1951. Mayo won it in 1950, as I said. What I didn't say is they'd also actually reached the final in 1948. So, you know, three out of four years they've made the final. Two years out of two they've won the final. But now they've been cursed, so so obviously what happens next? A 70-year drought. (laughs) Seven (laughs) decades in which Mayo failed to win the San Maguire Cup. 70 years of some great Mayo teams, but they're just not quite doing enough to reclaim the trophy. 70 years of coming close, but falling short every time, so... I don't know what what happens if the curse is real. It's, it's one of those you said it at the beginning, but oh, is it just a bad t- bad workman blaming its tools? And I don't know. You might be right. Like Mayo's the third biggest of Ireland's thirty-two counties, but it, it's pretty sparsely populated. So there's only about one hundred and thirty thousand people living there. Um, you know the landscape. It's it's boggy. It's it's right on the Atlantic coast. It's cliffs. There's there's rocks, but it, it, it produces some excellent football teams and some really passionate supporters. You know, it's it, the GAA is is big in Mayo, um, and it's not like they haven't come close as well for seventy years. Ten times from nineteen fifty one, the men's team reached the final, which honestly that's an achievement in itself. As I said, this doesn't just happen. To do that, you have to win the Connacht Provincial Championship and then a semi-final against the other province's winner. So to get to the final ten times is remarkable. Ten times and they didn't win one. Ten times to lose in the final. Do you, do, do you know how, like, you know if you toss a coin, heads or tails? Yeah. To get it heads every time for ten in a row or tails every time ten in a row, the, the odds on that are incredible. And I know a game of, uh, you know, any sport head-to-head isn't a toss of a coin. 
but 10 times. Like, you just think just by probability you're showing up. Yeah. You'd just get one. You'd get one, surely, surely. 70 years have gone by, seven decades. Now I'm doubting myself here, man. Yeah, it's crackers. (laughs) 10 times. Anyway, so, so in 2018, Pope Francis actually visited Ireland. He went to a shrine in Mayo. And a fan got the Pope to sign a Mayo football jersey. And RTE, the, the, the sort of uh, national broadcaster in Ireland, started thinking, well, 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 will that end the curse? Maybe the Pope has more authority, you know, to, to lift this priest's curse. You know, the Pope's now signing Mayo football memorabilia. Well, that was 2018. So now we're in 2020. Let's find oh. out. Once again, they've made the final. Well, no, that wasn't enough. They're still... <laughs> two of the players are still alive from the 1951 team. And once again, the curse wins. Once again, Mayo loses. So two, so they've been 11 times now. Uh-huh. And two, two of the original members of that team are still alive. Yeah. Sorry, no, Will sorry, they? that was the 10th time. Excuse me, that was the 10th oh, time. Oh, yeah, the 10th time in 2020. Yeah. But two of the members at time of recording are still alive. Correct. So, but have they not considered just, you know, taking one for the team and, and jumping off the mortal coil just to... Well, in, uh, in September 2021, Mayo made it to another All-Ireland final. And by this time... There's only one player left still alive. His name's Paddy Prendergast. He was aged 94 uh, in September 21. uh, And he's still alive. Now, may have been fluffing their lines for 70 years. You know, it's it's their equivalent of the Super Bowl. You know, this is like a big deal. 82,000 stadium, you know, that's packed. You know, a million TV viewers. I mean, it, this isn't a sport that's probably watched outside of Ireland, but you know, lots of lots of sports are like that. Um, you know, the the Aussie rules or the, I suppose, most American sports to to a certain extent, um, but they're still passionately watched in their home nation, and it's it's the same here. It makes it more special to that host nation that because I, I experienced that in Australia, is like the the special thing about. Aussie rules here is that it's not played anywhere else. It's it's unique to Australia and the sports that are unique to Ireland. It makes it even more special. Uh, it, it's and it makes your fans even more passionate and and everything else. But did I, they asked the Pope to sign a a jersey to <laughs> to, uh, to? They should have taken out a fatwa against the Prendergast. <laughs> well, well. Prendergast, maybe, maybe this is uh, maybe he was self-interested because he was worried about that. But he said he didn't believe in it. He said he wasn't interested in the curse. <laughs> yeah, I bet you he did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah quite, quite. He he's, said there's no such thing as the curse. Bet you he, he's a Protestant. I bet. Come yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he Prendergast, Paddy Prendergast. Um, yeah, he he says he didn't believe in it, and he he was you know up for Mayo, big big Mayo fan. He was the the final sole survivor from the uh, from the All Island All Island 
Mayo glory days of, of 1951. Prendergast was the fullback on that team, uh, in that team rather, uh, from, from, from the 50 final and the 51 final. And he'd also played in the 48 final. So, you know, hugely sort of uh, a consistent member of that side, you know, and and obviously very good. He was was describing the papers as the ballet fullback. Um, And yeah, he'd obviously gained sort of notoriety throughout his life because every time Mayo got to the final, as his uh, his teammates died off, um, you know, they're still asking about Paddy Prendergast. Uh, and yeah, now he's 94 years old. It's September 2021. And there's huge interest in this, you know, over 70 years now of the curse. The former Taoiseach, a guy called Ender Kenny, who's from Mayo, was asked uh, if, if his county could overcome the hex. And naturally, he's saying he doesn't believe in it as well. Um, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge thing. <laughs> um Dude, like, can we just put this in context that you've got the leader of Ireland being asked about a curse? <laughs> Actually, talking, saying I don't believe in a curse. Yeah, it's, it's amazing, isn't it's it? It's quite marvellous, isn't it? Uh, so, and clearly it matters because it it's a run for this many years and for it to still be a story. Yeah. I mean, it, and I suppose, you know, at the start I was joking about, you know, about care, you know, curses, fairies, all this being fairly ridiculous, but at the same time <laughs> which, which it is <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah but what what happens is that like, maybe for the first few years, you're like, oh yeah what that priest said, doesn't matter, it's not a thing right, We're and then you, you don't win the first final and it's like, yeah, doesn't matter, it's not a thing, and then you don't win your second final and you're like Oh, remember what that priest said? Yeah. And then by the fourth and fifth and sixth final, you're like, this is absolute that what that priest said matters. Yeah, yeah. You know, like so and then even though it's not a thing, psychologically, like I, I mean, the beauty about a curse or like, you know, play, when you have a bogey team or whatever, that it's horrible when you have a like you play the team or you 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 get to a, a fight, you know, you can't win a final or whatever. But the crescendo that builds, you know, like the the layering that builds up for when you actually do, like it's so sweet that moment. Well, I mean, the people of Mayo when they finally do win the title. Well, yeah, but I mean, as I say, they're in the final in September twenty twenty one. But Prendergast is still alive. But I think you're right, though. I think it's ma- because it could, becomes a self fulfilling prophecy, and what you what you said there would be right because Pe- Prendergast obviously didn't retire in 51. He would have been in the team of 52, 53. I, I don't know how many years he went on playing for. Um, but, you know, he would have been, he would have been 24 as, as a champion um, or 23. So now, 70, 71 years later, and it's he's, uh, he's obviously no longer playing. But I guess as, those, as the champion team retired and moved on, those... It's it's almost the next generation would be hearing about this, and obviously they're not there to shrug it off. They would they would have been too young, and then, you know, if it's if it's your dad's or the you know the previous generations, that's one thing. If it's your dad's generation, that's another. By the time it's your grandparents or great grandparents' generation talking about it, 
that it, it obviously becomes a bit of a self self fulfilling prophecy. Like you know, my great granddad remembers watching this in 1950, and he's telling me it must just yeah be sort of build up in the player's head. So yeah, September 2021, Prendergast is still alive, and Mayo lose again. <laughs> um, and that's it's, it. You know, it's so weird because. Like uh, recently, Melbourne Demons won their first grand final for a long time since the nineteen fifties. It's like massive drought, but I think they'd only been to like one final in you know in the interim. Yeah. So like they hadn't really had the they hadn't gone close to winning. This is it, and I think that that that's fine, isn't it? You just go, oh well, we're just perennial losers. But to be good enough to make the final ten times and not win it. You're like, well, we're clearly close enough, but bridesmaid for ten years and never the bride. Sorry, seventy years and never the bride. And and the thing about this is, I, I suppose the curse has been fulfilled because since September 2021, Paddy Prendergast died, age 95, and there are no more surviving players. So, if Mayo do go on to win it, maybe in 2022, we're recording this in uh, in 2021. Then who knows? Who knows? Like, was the curse real? Maybe it could be another seventy years, and it's irrelevant. But there's a feeling that you know, all of a sudden, it's, the curse has been—it pre- has been fulfilled because they didn't win it. It's over it, now. Is the, pre- is the priest still alive? No, the priest's got long gone as well. I'm afraid. <laughs> is the Catholic Church still a thing in Ireland? Oh, oh, no, different podcast. <laughs> I'm not going down that one. <laughs> oh dear! Wow, that's it's such a trivial thing, and what a tremendous story. I it's mean, so out, fun, out of bounds it? is appropriate as well because that priest had no 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 right to be getting involved in stuff that wasn't his concern. I, it's. Uh, it's amazing as well. It's a story that kind of encapsulates, you know, like Ireland as a country has made radical change in a in the latter part of the 20th century and early into this century as a country. You know, it's, it's moved on hugely. Yeah. But this a story like this kind of says that, you know, you, a country can change, move on. But something still stays the oh. same, you know, like the, and it's so, uh, so it, as you, uh, you know, insinuated earlier, it is a country of legend. It's a country of mystical stories and, and curses and everything else. The thing about it is it's a story because they didn't win it. If they'd won it, then nobody cares, right? But it's the fact. <laughs> yeah, if they'd lost five finals and then won the sixth, then you know it's it's a bit of a story. It's but... a story until it until it isn't. But now, it'll always be a story, I suppose, because they all died before Mayo have won it since since nineteen fifty one. So, I mean, it's it's. It, I'll tell you what. If Mayo next time Mayo make the final, whenever that might be, ah, oh, it that that'll be a really interesting. <laughs> In coverage and build-up because yeah it'll all be the pressure it'll be reverse pressure of well now you have to win it because there's no excuses so 
Should, should we go, Matt? Should we go when the oh, Mayo get to the final oh, and we'll, we'll dress to. we'll dress dress as a priest? Oh God, yeah, there will be. There'll be there'll be uh, whoever they're playing. There'll be the opposition fans for sure, for sure. Winding oh. yeah. So uh, so wow. there we go. The curse of the Mayo GAA football team. Well, look, if you're listening from Mayo, please do get in touch. The Wheel of Sport at gmail.com or Twitter at the wheel of sport or instagram and the wheel of sport get in touch with us tell us whether we told our story right or whether <laughs> I, hope I did i hope i did <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm is, sure you did there is, a, there is a detail that uh i mean look obviously this whole thing is ridiculous right so, <laughs> so that i'll say that but also um yeah to, to sort of further pour scorn on it uh, the records state there actually was no funeral in that village on that day. So, yeah. <laughs> so what? again, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, uh, you know, the story comes from somewhere. That's the legend. That's the myth. So who knows? Well, not only was that priest getting involved, but obviously he wasn't across the admin for yeah, his local parish. Exactly. So we'll that. assume that somebody did get uh, said goodbye uh, to on that day, but he just didn't do the paperwork. But... Uh, <laughs> My goodness, what a story. Well, thank you very much. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks as well, listener. It was another episode, one of the greatest sports stories ever told, one of the greatest sporting legends as well. And we'll uh, catch you next time. Please do get in touch, as I said earlier, and we'd love to hear from you. And we have got plenty of fun episodes coming up. But if you've got any ideas, then feel free to flick them. If you want to uh, fact-check any of our uh, episodes, (laughs) good luck. Uh, We'll see you next time for The Wheel of Sport. Thanks, Matt. Thanks ever so much. Take care. That is a great story. The Catholic Church have got a lot to answer for. (laughs) That's just another thing to add to the list. (laughs)